What's up, guys? It's Mickey, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. At the time that I'm recording this, it is kind of rainy and gloomy and cloudy outside, and y'all know that that's kind of like a nice little BK vibe. All I need is to light a candle, and it will be the perfect mood for me. Welcome back, welcome back, my BK fam. How are we feeling? How are we doing? I hope we're doing well. You know, it's been a minute since I asked you guys, how is the gratitude journals going? If we're not writing down the things that we are grateful for, are we acknowledging them out loud? Or, you know, you don't even have to say verbally, just in your head. Is it coming to the forefront of your mind kind of thing? And I'll be honest, I haven't written in my gratitude journey uh a gratitude journey, gratitude journal <laughs> in a very, very long time. And, but I will say that I have been, you know, acknowledging it, trying to do like in my thoughts on a daily, like, okay, say thank you. What are we thanking God for today? There's a problem that comes up, but what do I, what are the things that I still have? What blessings am I sitting in? that you know I used to pray for what have what did I used to desperately want that now I may take for granted because it's at my fingertip it's at my touch every single day what basic needs do I take for granted like a roof the ability to um, watch tv take showers things of that nature have a cell phone have a laptop Um, you know things simple things have a microwave you know what are some of the simple things that I take for granted that some people are dying to have or things that I was dying to do at one point that um, now is just like an ordinary thing, like going to the store. I've talked about in college, I used to like pray for the days when I could get in my own car and go to the store by myself. And, you know, now that's a task that, oh, I hate being in the store, but it's something that I used to pray for. So I try to... um remember those moments and not take them for granted and it's so important to just remember in general like really reflect of all the hardships that you've come through all the wild times that you've come through all the times where you thought I am losing my mind I'm not gonna make it to the next day and you came through it and if you believe in God you know you know for a fact that God brought you through it. God brought us through it. And um, I'm grateful for those days. That's why sometimes it's important to remember. It's important to reflect. Um, You know, often they stress, don't look back. Don't look back. And I get it. Like a lot of times, yeah, don't look back if it's going to hold you hostage. Don't look back if it's going to prevent you from forgiving yourself and moving forward. But Sometimes it's important to look back on where God has brought us from. Sometimes it's important to look back on all the things we've overcome and the things we've made it through so we can remember how far we have come, how much we have grown, and how no matter how life tries to take us down, we are strong, we are great, and um, we got this, you know, like... We have this, and that is something that I am very, very grateful for and that I thank God for on a daily. So, yeah, that's how my gratitude journey, 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 yeah, that's how my gratitude journey has been going. And I'm curious, BK fam, how has yours been? Have we been on it? If not, we got to get back on it. We got to get back on it. Let's hold each other accountable. I need to be even better than I am at it.
And I think um, gratitude is a, a key to really embracing and enjoying life, really being content with our life and also just not having that consistent feeling of never being enough or never having enough. I think that's where gratitude comes in and helps with. Okay, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about in this week's episode is something that um, is a little embarrassing to say. It's a slight insecurity of mine, but I know there are other women out there who experience this or have experienced this before, and there are some that are in the position to not be experiencing it right now, and um, I'm grateful for that because it's a it's a icky and kind of like embarrassing feeling, but I'm going to take one for the team ladies and put myself out there to hopefully I explain this well enough and if you can relate you guys let me know and yeah so you know usually financially we look at men to be the providers and we look at them to be the ones to have that responsibility or even sometimes it can feel like a burden of figuring out how to provide everything and um in every area but even like especially financially you know and then the societal pressure of what is quote-unquote the standard to be a man and is a man less than if he doesn't um make a certain amount of money or he's not at a certain level and blase blase but I don't think anybody really realizes that we think about it as females too um because sometimes I think like personality wise like I'm great like you know to date like I'm great am I perfect absolutely not do I still have so many things to work on absolutely you guys can hear that episode after episode right that's why I literally put in the description sometimes I hope I can like make you laugh with my pain and you guys can learn from me and you guys can feel a little more seen and understood like it's not just you trust it is me so of course there's so many areas that I still need to grow and learn and discover but also there is an area that I worry about like financially I'm just not 100% where I would want to be and then I think like oh like it sucks great in so many areas to me but at the same time I think about financially I'm like "Mm, no and it's always like a season where it's always something is kind of like missing right like at one point I had like the right finances where I could you know I had the money to like get groceries and all that kind of stuff or celebrate different friend events and different things of that nature or if I go visit friends out of town have my own money kind of thing and not have to worry not have to ask like any of that like I had all of those but then it was like in a season where I didn't have a car <laughs> so it was like maybe I had the money for the uber or whatever but in other situations I didn't have literally my own vehicle to be able to maneuver around freely so then it was kind of still at the mercy of other people in different ways and now it's like I have a car, but I may not be 100% where I want to be financially. And I think like, ew, who would want to, 
who would want to date that? And then as I'm sitting here talking to you guys and reflecting, um, cringing on the inside to say this out loud, I just want to say I am cringing. But at the same time, I feel like sharing it is helpful because other women will know that they're not alone. And it's not talked about like that females we think about this too we want to be financially like in a good place before we get into relationships and stuff too we may feel less than and you would think from the way society makes it seem like oh women just want to use men and all those kind of things like no i want my own too um definitely a big security thing like a person could walk away today and i still have my own or um life can throw a little curveball, a little wrecking ball and still have my own kind of thing. And then also just it's I'm not going to lie for me. It does feel like a little bit of a safety net and it probably, you know, that's probably not good. So I'm not saying necessarily pick up on that feeling and run with it. But if I'm just being honest and the different experiences that I've seen in my life and stuff, a safety net. And unfortunately, since the beginning of time, women have been taught to kind of have a safety net plan because marriages and men and relationships, period, no matter the title or whatever, can change at any moment. So, um, yeah, I just thought it was like interesting. But as I'm sitting here reflecting and talking to you guys out loud, I'm sitting here thinking how in each season I've always lacked something right like I've never had or at least it hasn't felt like I've had it all like if maybe I had a car then the finances were set up 100% you know the other way like everything I just explained but even maybe if it's like if I think spiritually or emotionally everything doesn't feel 100% all the time and I wonder is that on purpose that everything doesn't feel 100% Is it that life will never, ever feel 100% in all areas? And then you just, you know, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. Like maybe it's like at a 95, maybe it's at an 80, maybe it's at a 75.2. You know what I mean? It's like not the worst, but it's like not the best. Like, are we never going to be 100% in all areas? Is that possible? Like I'm sitting here thinking about this out loud as I reflect. Is that possible to have 100% at all times? Um, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure, but it's nice to try. And if it's not meant for us to have a hundred percent at all times, what is the reason behind that? Is that to get us to reach out to God? Is that, oh my God, guys. Okay. Follow along with me. Okay. Cause I think I'm having like a whole moment of like revelation right now. So as I'm answering these questions, like God is bringing different things to the forefront of my mind and he literally just downloaded to me as I was asking the question you know like will we ever be 100% and all that kind of thing is it for God and everything he was showing me like of course yes for him right because we need him and we have certain type of voids that only he can fill right okay but then he also brought to the forefront of my mind that he made us for community he made us for community and and a lot of i don't know if i should say a lot of areas but in some areas we as human beings complete each other and it's not always just like spouse to spouse it could be parent to child it can just be connection like any work connection or random 
connection that you may have made at like an, a class, a festival, just like an encounter with another human being. Um, we connect to each other. We embrace each other. I don't know the scripture right now, but he's like literally trying to, if you guys know the scripture, I would recommend going to read it to kind of get the visual that I'm trying to paint. And I'm sorry that it's downloading so crazy, but try to keep up and follow along. He's showing me like the scripture and I can't quote it right now, but the scripture about um, us being the body we are all the body and like the parts and oh my god it's gonna bother me so bad okay thank god it let me pause the recording because i had to go google and find that scripture because it was just really important now i don't remember exactly what i was saying a few seconds ago in the very beginning but i know i was trying to find the um the scripture about the one with many parts and i found it it is in first corinthians 12 no what is this first corinthians is this 12 yep first corinthians 12 12 okay and i'm gonna read it the scriptures are a little long but just follow along with me and then i'll break it down and it makes sense okay so this is first corinthians 12 12 it says the human body has many parts but the many parts make up only one body so it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into Christ's body by one spirit, and we have all received the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am only an ear and not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? Suppose the whole body were an eye, then how would you hear? Or if the whole body were just one big ear, how would you smell anything? But God made our bodies with many parts and he has put each part just where he wants it what a strange thing a body would be if it only had one part yes there are many parts but only but only one body the eye can never say to the hand i don't need you the head can't say to the feet i don't need you in fact some of the parts that seem weakest and least important are really the most necessary and the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care so we carefully protect from the eyes of others those parts that should not be seen, while other parts do not require this special care. So God has put in the body together in such a way that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that those members can care for each other equally. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Now all of you together are Christ's body and each one of you is separate and necessary and a necessary part of it. Oh my God. I know that was kind of long, but honestly, that scripture can just preach itself, feed itself. I didn't even know why God wanted me to share one of those insecurities um, on the episode. I thought, okay, it would be about the insecurity thing and just, you know, maybe somebody can relate to it. But then as I was talking, you guys clearly can see me go through this process of having this revelation out loud. And then he brings the scripture to me. That scripture can preach all within itself. So I know I said something before the pause of like, 
does this is this gonna make us go for god yes clearly as we just read it's gonna make us go to god but it's also going back to each of us are that's what i was in a sense that's what i was trying to explain earlier how each of us are connected kind of thing and each of us need one another in some kind of way and it's not always romantic it's not always friendship it could be business it could be a quick interaction that you have with somebody once a brief interaction but it was a pivotal moment in your life that helped change your mindset or help change your character made you want to do better or it can be a negative pivotal moment that changed who you were but then sent you on the path for you to become who you needed to become and be the person who you needed to be and that is what I was trying to explain earlier how all of us were connected and I think God's scripture broke it down and he basically was saying like like look in verse 15 if the foot says I'm not part of the body because I am not the hand that does not make it any less a part of the body kind of thing we you know like if one of us doesn't see the value in ourselves like if we talk down on ourselves it doesn't make us any less connected to each other it doesn't make us any less worthy in God's eyes it doesn't make us any less part of the the mission that he has for us overall um what's the other one oh my goodness the verse 21 the eye can never say to the hand i don't need you the head can can't say to the feet i don't need you in fact some of the parts that seem weakest and least important are really the most necessary i like that god also describes that we can't say to each other like i don't really need you and you don't really need me kind of thing now i know we can have individual moments in our lives with certain people when we may can say that or whatever but somehow in some way even the people that we do not like or do not want to be bothered with we are all connected in god's overall plan which goes back to how the people he has in our life how the people he have in our life are instrumental how the situations that we go through whether he has volunteered us like he looked at job and said um have you seen my servant so uh servant job or have you heard of him you know when he's volunteering us for the trouble and as messed up as that may seem we have to remember that if God can trust us with trouble, he can trust us that like that's an honor. And it seemed like an oxymoron or it may seem asinine to say, but if he can trust you with trouble, it's the highest honor from God because he, he knows like you won't curse his name. He knows that you won't fold, you won't break. And it's not to say you may not have moments of feeling weak or moments of feeling like, God, I need your strength. It's in those moments, he knows he can trust you to come to him for that supplication. In those moments, you'll turn to him and not turn to other substances. In those moments, you'll turn to him or the Holy Spirit and not want to live out of your flesh kind of thing. Or I should say not even want to, but you'll choose to let the Holy Spirit work through you because you may still have that desire. I'm not even going to sit up here and act like you don't have that desire. I still have those desires. Like, even in these moments, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm holier than thou. There are still times where I want to punch people dead in their throat, okay? But I can't do that. Or like, there will be days where I wish I could cuss them out from top to bottom, but I can't do that, you know? Or there may be times where I want to hold on to a fence or hold a grudge, but I can't do that. There is a bigger picture. I think Robert Madu said it like this, I have too much purpose to be petty, like... I don't know. God has called me to so much. And another 
thing i didn't even know i was going in this direction guys so i hope it kind of makes sense and i hope that it you know that scripture speaks to somebody um who may have needed it god obviously wanted me to go that way for a reason but the final thing that i'll talk about on this week's episode since we kind of got derailed off the path of where i thought we'd be um and thank you lord because if this is where we needed to go thank you for taking us there and giving me that revelation in real time um the second thing was you know how we talk about the enemy will come to kill still and destroy and sometimes we survive seasons and we think oh i made it the devil didn't take me out but he, in that season he may not have wanted to physically harm us or even send us into depression or anything maybe the thing that he wanted to steal was your peace maybe the thing that he wanted to steal was your joy even one of the things that he may want it to have um one of the things that he may try to attempt to steal is your hope and i think um recently the devil has been trying to steal my hope and I didn't even realize how trying to focus on the day-to-day things of you know meeting basic needs and just making sure everything everyone is saying a float kind of thing and ways that I can help um better those situations or just be a better version of myself to contribute you know mentally and all those kind of things um I didn't realize how in though in focusing so much on like the everyday life that I didn't even realize I think spiritually the devil had kind of got like a slight dub on me and he had stolen hope from me in this season like I stopped picturing and I don't know how to describe it because my brain is like a a future forward thinking brain so I'm usually daydreaming and stuff and thinking about what I want my life to be like at a certain point anyways but it it also seemed like everyday life had taken over to such a point where I um I stopped hoping for certain things and it's weird like hoping that within the next year I can go out the country kind of thing or it's like I stopped I was almost like too realistic and it kind of it stole my hope for me in the sense where it was like I never stopped believing in God I never stopped believing in his power it's almost like I stopped believing in um his ability to do it for me or his timeline of how he was going to do it for me and to how he was going to do it for me and to me just because of disappointment from past seasons or whatever and I didn't even realize like that the devil had I don't even know I should say he fully stole it, but I should say he was in the uh, process of attempting to steal it and um, got him, okay, got him, (laughs) caught him in mid-act, and I'm definitely getting my hope back, and that makes me just excited and feel good, and um, yeah, that that was a quick little lesson that I wanted to also just end the episode with is, is the devil coming to bother you what is he really after you know you may think he's after you know if he's like you're behind on bills or something you may think he's like after you financially or just after your stability kind of thing but maybe he wants your peace maybe he wants your character maybe he wants your heart maybe he wants to turn your heart into stone maybe he wants to make you less generous less loving less forgiving maybe he's ripping the fruits of the spirit from you and you think you know we look at the everyday and then we have to remember i can't stress this enough and i think 
God has me restress this so often is because so many of us are forgetting and we don't realize. And clearly I'm a prime example of even with me stressing it, I'm still forgetting and not realizing that every day we fight a battle. We fight the everyday battle of, you know, bills of life, of just trying to stay afloat, of whether it's mentally, financially, physically. And then we also have the real world battles that we deal with. I mean, not real world, but the spiritual battles that we deal with. Um, in the spiritual realm and we're under attack every day and if we get so consumed with the everyday stuff the enemy will come and clip us like a thief in the night and we won't even realize and then we can't even handle the everyday battles anymore because we're not taking care of what we need to take care of spiritually so i can encourage anybody remind anybody today it 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 is to make sure you focus on, yes, what's going on in the real world. I'm not saying neglect that at all, but also make sure you are paying attention to what's going on spiritually with you because, you know, the devil is crafty. He is crafty. He's not the wisest because he uses the same game plan, but you can be encouraged because you're on the winning team. So you can be encouraged because been here, done that seen this experiences i know how to defeat you kind of thing like that's the mindset you got to have with him and yeah i didn't think we'd be going off on this path i did not expect this at all but obviously it needed to be out there so i hope whoever needs to hear this you guys hear this thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of blank canvas i'm your host mickey and i can't wait to see what we talk about next time all right guys i love you guys bye